Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We have asked the appropriate people and we can reveal who our big speaking event is for the first week in May. If you were listening to Monday's episode, we talked all about this big, exciting speaking event that, that we had, and then we didn't want to risk getting in trouble by revealing who it was with. But we have clearance, correct? We have absolute clearance. All right. We are speaking the first week of May to the athletes from the U.S. athletes, Team USA, from the Olympics and the Paralympics of the past two Olympic Games, the the Winter Games and the Summer Games, Beijing and Tokyo. We are speaking to Team USA about podcasting. In Washington, D.C. In Washington, D.C. All the Olympic athletes after the games, all of Team USA, get to meet the president for at the White House for like a photo op and, and probably a reception. I don't know the details of that. But then the day following that, the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic teams organize this event. They call it a summit, right? And there's all of these sessions about life after Olympics. So how to use your Olympic experience and your Olympic fame, I guess, your Olympic clout uh, to go on in life and and maximize that opportunity and then seize other opportunities that might come from that. And a big part of this year's is podcasting. And they've asked Callie and I to present on that. And Joe Biden's opening for us. <laughs> technically, the, he is. Technically, 20- since they get to meet him Joe the day Biden, before. President Biden. President Biden is opening for us. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, no, he's not opening for us, but it's cool that we get to go after him because, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're really excited to go to DC. We are super honored that we were asked to do this because it's the coolest thing ever. And we're taking Ellie James with us to DC. Normally, because we have to go up for the night. Normally, Ellie would just go stay at Kelly's parents' house, but they're not available to watch her. So she can't do that. And the other person that we would have do an overnight visit is not available for one of those nights either. So we've decided just to take Ellie with us. And because we have to be up there at a very specific time, like it's not just a pleasure trip, we're driving as opposed to flying. I feel like Ellie James is car pro though, because we took her up to, we drove up to upstate New York and it was fine. And to be honest, like I liked seeing the scenery and doing that whole thing. I don't know. I feel like I'm excited about the car thing. I'm not not excited about it, but I am questioning whether or not we should be flying. I think the reason when we decided to drive to because this is such an important thing, right? And because we will have uh, an 18 month old with us, like she turns, she'll be turning 18 months the day that we speak up there. 
because there have just been so many random, like, full-day flight cancellations. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. there's just been all this stuff. And if it was a pleasure trip, I think I would be... And even if there was no Ellie, like, even if we were like, okay, we're going to fly into somewhere else, Baltimore, and rent a car and drive down or whatever, I think it would just be easier or I would be more okay with it. But the fact that this is such a, an important thing and because we're taking Ellie, I just feel like driving. Yeah. It's the right answer. So we're driving to DC. The dollars are going to Washington. And we are, when I tell you beyond excited, I mean, this might be one of the top coolest moments of my life. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I I don't know. We might be peaking <laughs> yeah. on May 2nd. Like it might not get much better than this. Um, but we're so beyond honored and we're so excited. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, April 13th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the studio setup we have that allows me to edit while we are recording. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like if if we have to make a mistake or cut something or redo something or something like that, I actually have a button that sits right next to me that allows me to, to mark that where we've done it. And we have a ton of no edit shows where we just fly through and don't edit anything ever. But for whatever reason, every once in a while, we'll have a day where like the words don't come out or we don't accomplish what we want to say or whatever. Today happens to be one of those days. And so there's a lot of edits. So thankfully, Jeff has this little like edit marker thing that he can, you know, digitally put in our audio to say, hey, I need to go back and edit this because we stink today. Well, it's actually so we're doing so far so good because the first round that we did had so many edits that I'm like, okay, we just got to start over. Yeah. That's too much. That's too much work. Stuff that you'll never hear, but that's what I'm grateful for. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for warm weather. I am officially a book reader. It is what it's April and I am halfway through my third book of the year. Totally unintentionally. They're all audiobooks, which I think count. People have that debate like, oh, are you a reader if you only listen to audiobooks? I think audiobooks count, right? I don't have my free time right now between two jobs, Ellie, and just life is in the car. Like my car is my free time. So that's when I would normally be reading. And, um, I've just started in the car. Like I listen to podcasts, but I really have been like plowing through books. So I'm on my third book. I'm really I, excited and I'm loving it. I have a question about audiobook listening in the car. Yes. I can't, if I'm reading a, a printed book, I can't stop mid chapter. Mm-hmm. Like if, if I get interrupted mid chapter, I will probably go back to the beginning of that chapter. And that's where I'll put my bookmark. I'm the same way with printed books. 
Not so much that way with audio. So you can stop if you pull into your your parking deck at work and you happen to be in the middle of a chapter, then you'll just pick up. I'll just hit pause. And when you get back in the car to come home, you pick up in the middle of the chapter and it doesn't bother you at all. Yeah. And if I need more time, I just hit the go back 15 seconds or whatever or go back 30 seconds or whatever. So then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's where I was. Okay, And I immediately jump back into it. I've got to tell you. Amazing. I also feel like I would love to do an audio book with you going to Washington, like on our Washington road trip, but I feel like us finding common ground in a book might be hard. Well, you're doing a lot of biographies and I, so I would totally do right a bi- Now I am. I would do a biography or, um, who would you be interested in reading a biography about though? I don't know who's out, which ones are out. Um, I know that well, we'll have to look. I know Katie Couric wrote one um, that I am personally interested in. I read Will Smith's. I read um, former President Obama's. I read, and now I'm reading Jessica Simpson's. So, little, little different. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. It might be an interesting one. I wonder if President Bush's book is on. Audible or something now because I started. I read the first half of his book and then got distracted and didn't finish it. Um, but I think I could listen to it. I wonder if he has or if audiobooks weren't a thing when his came out. Well, if, even if they weren't, they still make him into an audiobook. But will it be him though? Because I feel like that's always better. Yeah. It's like the person that wrote it. I don't know. Um, I don't know that I would want to do a political person. Who would you, who would you want to do? I like the idea of an actor or a musician or something, or, hmm, you know what? We're going to get recommendations. I'm Okay. So, yeah. We'll, we'll totally take recommendations. Because I think it would be a great break. Like, I don't even think I want to do like somebody pop culture-y because it would be such a great break from everything news and everything pop culture. Mm-hmm. So like a business person, that would be a good one for us to listen to. I knew to. you were going to say that. Like, what about like a business person or like an entrepreneur type person? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what about something like that? Even if it was like stories, business stories of like how different businesses became successful, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. No, you're not into it. No, I'm, I'm totally into it. Okay. I thought that you might say that I was going with that for you or history. Cause you do love history. Yeah. But I don't know if like history is hard to listen to as an audiobook. It, I don't know. No, it would be fine. But I think history is either going to be political or it's going to be war. And those would be that's true. That would be two things that would be really good to take a pause on. Mm-hmm. You know? So those are my those are my exclusions. If you want to send recommendations, no politics, no war, no disease. Other than that, bring it. I have got a brilliant idea. And like all my brilliant ideas, I'm giving this away to whoever wants to do something with it. Free brilliance. What do you think is the number one question asked in 100% of households where there is more than one adult present? What are we having for dinner? Exactly. I've solved that. Okay. Everybody on the planet has ordered more food using an app in the past two years than they have probably 
in the 10 years combined before that. Okay. Okay. Um, well, planet, that's a, that's big, but in the, in North America, in the United States, more people, I would guess more transactions, food ordering transactions happen in the past 24, 30 months than happened in the, the, the 10 years prior to that, Mm -hmm. which means there's a lot of data out there about what you order, what your tastes are, what your whatever, what your whatever is. Mm -hmm. What if there was a service and you just set your budget? Let's say say, I want to spend $15 tonight. No, not even tonight. It's done by week. So you say, I want to spend $150 this week. Feed me. And then you set the time, 6 p.m. And every night at 6 p.m., you get a delivery. You have no say in what it is. But the computer. Oh, yeah, I like that. The robots know. The robots know. And I feel like that you could also like, because our house would be like no mushrooms on every order. Exactly. So then it would know. So if there's like a salad with olives from wherever you're going, they would like automatically omit all of that's really brilliant. And you could, thank you. And you could combine accounts. So like you and I could both have, like we could merge our accounts and then, then it would look and it would say like, what if, I mean, I don't know if this is the pattern, but what if on Monday nights we typically order like Thai food Mm -hmm. or if we've ordered 50 times in the past two and a half years, if every time we ordered Thai food, it happened to be on a Monday, the computer would somehow know that our brains are craving Thai food on Mondays. Mm-hmm. So if you buy the entire week, it sets, it sends you Thai food on a Monday. Interesting. And it knows what your order is. And it can also send things similar. Mm-hmm. Right? And it could also have you try new restaurants yeah, no. from your pla- flavor profile. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's how you learn new restaurants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's risky. Well, that's, that's risky. How about I just, about, I, how there's a button and you can mm, choose if you want it to introduce new restaurants to you or not. I am a person. I think most people are like me. You want to say, or you do say, I want to try the new restaurants, but you just go back to the same six places mm-hmm. over and over from birth till death. But you say things like, oh, there's a new restaurant in town. I'd love to try it, but you don't really want. I read something super interesting this week, and it was about how philanthropists or people who have not even philanthropists by like, you know, like the italic thing under your name of like what you are in life, but people that have some extra money that want to give are starting to give in the true crime space, meaning like, well, I shouldn't have said in the true crime space, like in the DNA slash like testing kit marketplace. So there's a backlog, I would say in most cities of sexual assault kits of, you know, DNA for murders, whatever. And governments don't have the money to be able to process all of them because it's really, really expensive to DNA test. So there are a lot of cases that go unsolved just because there's no like manpower to test it. Like there's just no funding to test all of these backlog backlogged cases. So there's a company that does testing that I know people have started donating to. And I know audio Chuck, um, who 
runs Crime Junkie Podcast. They give a lot of money to this organization, but it's a testing facility that will test, um, you know, cold cases, DNA that hasn't been touched, all of this kind of stuff. And they are actually have a new website where they'll post cases and you can donate to specific cases. So if there's something that really tugs at your heartstrings or whatever, it's like crowdsourcing solving crimes. I I like that. I think it's I think it's wonderful, especially for the families of crime victims cuz if the crime gets solved, can you imagine the the amount of peace that brings? Yeah. But it's it's sad that our government doesn't have the resources to do that, whether that's for budgetary reasons or it almost makes me wonder if, if like our labs upcharging governments I don't know. or something because they know governments will pay whatever. I don't know, but it really kind of bummed me out. Now, there are people that are saying, okay, so this is a lot of the money that's funded is to test DNA or material or whatever they have from women, rich white women, which I totally get. But I also think if there's people out there like audio Chuck and, and people with big audiences that are, you know, bringing cases that don't get much, much attention to light, that that could help raise money for cases that people may have forgotten about people that may have been forgotten about or people that don't have the resources to do private funding and to hire, you know, a DNA test thing. So it was a conversation about like true crime philanthropy, like solving crimes philanthropically. And also like these companies are for-profit companies. So when people are donating money, quote unquote, donating, they're not donating to nonprofits. So it's kind of split on what, whether people think that's worth the money or not. But I personally think it's really interesting. I think it's a really potential cool way for families who don't have answers to get answers and maybe for some cases that don't get national attention to get some, some love and some, you know, renewed es interest. Especially if you're a family that has, that you know that there is a clue sitting in a lab somewhere yeah. that just hasn't been able to, to get pushed through and you're able to push it through. Yeah. Amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Did you know that the swordfish has no natural predators in the sea? Well, except for the penfish, which is supposed to be even mightier. <laughs> Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you are also giving to someone in need. Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a luxuriously cozy feel. Bombas are my go-to everyday sock. I'm a huge fan of the performance no-shows. They perfectly hug your feet without feeling bulky or uncomfortable. The best thing about Bombas is that when I'm wearing them, I never notice them. And that's because they're never falling out of place or causing a distraction in my day. 
There's a pair of Bombas socks for everything you do. You can even search their website by sport for the ultimate performance fit. Socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters. That's why Bombas donates one item for everyone we buy. Go to bombas.com slash upside and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off. Bombas.com slash upside. There is a reason that Cozy Earth has been named one of Oprah's favorite things four times. There is a reason that Cozy Earth has thousands and thousands of five-star reviews online. There is a reason that Cozy Earth is confident enough to let you sleep on their sheets for 30 nights for free, to give you a 100-night guarantee on their sheets that you will love them because they know they've got a great product. They really do. The softest sheets you will ever sleep on are Cozy Earth sheets. And you can get the biggest discount Cozy Earth is currently offering just for being an upside listener. Go to sleep.cozyearth.com. Guys, I'm just going to put this out here. I'm just going to say it. Mother's Day is next month. Do you have a mom in your life? Do you have your mom? Do you have the mom of your children? Do you have a sister or a girlfriend who's a mom? What a great gift. So once again, that website is sleep.cozyearth.com. The most comfortable, softest sheets you or she will ever lay on. And it's guaranteed. Sleep.cozyearth.com. Save 40% just for being an upside listener. Snow Day's Pizza Bites are back as an advertiser with us this week, and they've got a new flavor out here. But here's the thing. You can only buy the new flavor when you have the link to the secret landing page. And when they sell out, they sell out. So this is a super limited offer. The new flavor is taco, and they shipped a few bags to our house. So I have tried it, and zero surprise, they are amazing. The premium ingredients for the taco bites include small farm spiced pork, grass-fed cheese, organic pinto beans, and house-made taco sauce. They are grain-free, gluten-free, and fully organic. Snow Days makes incredibly delicious pizza bites like the ones we had when we were kids, but without all the junk. We eat them all the time in our house and we love them. The limited flavor comes in a three-pack or a six-pack of their 12-ounce bags. They're available right now for pre-sale and they're going to begin shipping on April 26th. Go to snowdays.com upside and use the promo code upside for 10% off of the taco pizza bites plus free shipping. Again, that's snowdays.com upside and use the promo code upside for 10% off your order of taco pizza bites plus free shipping. Here are my three random things for today. Number one, two in three Americans have said that they avoid wearing their favorite clothes because they don't want to have to wash them and therefore uh, potentially ruin them or shorten their lifespan. So they have clothes that is that are so nice. They're like, I'm not going to wear this because it's going to get damaged. And it might get damaged in the wash or get worn. <laughs> and uh I kind of think that I might do that. I I don't think I do it in a, hey, um, I'm not going to wear this because I don't want to wash it. But what I will do is, especially in the casual space, I'm like, you know what? I am just going to wear the same hoodie that I wore yesterday because 
I know it's not dirty and I know it's not whatever. And I'm not going anywhere today. And why just add more laundry? Well, I think you also do that with shoes too. What do you, you have mean? so many cool shoes and you have a lot of cool clothes and you barely wear any of them. Uh, my second random thing is until around age 12, most children are hyper optimistic, always expecting positive things to happen. Oh, that's how I do you, that. how do you preserve that? I don't know. How do you keep that optimism? And how do you preserve that from becoming even, I was going to say pessimistic, but even realistic? Like how, what a great, it's what we were talking about yesterday, being your own best hype person. Just imagine the best about everything. I love it. Uh, and my third random thing is Google is actually changing the way the human mind works. Studies have shown that people faced with difficult questions nowadays uh, their brain immediately thinks, how do I search for that answer online rather than what critical thinking skills do I apply to solve this on my own? How People about what critical thinking skills do I use to look this up and find the answer? I don't think it's a bad, I was just talking about talking uh, about someone or talking to this about someone yesterday. To uh, about this to someone. Yeah. Didn't I correct myself? Yeah, and then you said it wrong again. Oh, I was just talking yesterday. I was just talking about this to someone. I I know that it's easy to say, oh, I don't want my kid to have too much screen time or, oh, I don't want my kid to know how to, you know, scroll through an iPhone by age two or whatever. But that's just, that's the world now. It's the world. And our one and a half year old knows how to th scroll through a phone. Right. Like sometimes if she's bored, she'll um, scoot over, find our phone, bring it to us and say, and hold it to us and go, baby, which means she wants to look at pictures of herself. And all we do is open the photo album and she, off she goes and she knows how to do it. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing because it's just different now. Yeah. You know? Agreed. So those are my three random things. Was that three? Felt like two. Maybe that's your Google memory problem. Uh, number one, people don't wash their clothes. Number two, kids are optimistic up until age 12. Oh, yeah, optimistic. Number, number three, people are Googling it. Got it. You know what I think I'm going to do from now on? I think I'm going to wear a mask during pollen season, maybe forever. Totally. I have just realized how much wearing a mask has been paying off with the pollen and my life is so much easier. Now it doesn't help my eyes, but I do think, and I don't know the science of it. I could just be making it up. I am convinced though, that I do feel better in pollen season this year, wearing a mask, even though it doesn't cover my eyes. Well, I'm sure you do because the pollen gets stuck in your nose and throat, right? Like, I mean, that's what the allergy is. If you have a pollen allergy, yeah. it's because you're breathing it in. So if you can stop even when the pollen count, like the, the pollen counts to me are so funny because, um, and you might know the exact numbers, Callie, but you know, they'll say like zero through 40 is normal. 40 through 200 is considering considered elevated. 200 to 500 is considered high. 500 plus is extremely high, right? That's the scale. And then they'll announce that the pollen count on a given day is 8,640. 
Right. Like, it's not... Like, maybe we need to adjust our scale a little bit because... Um, Atlanta in the spring is never going to be 40. It will <laughs> right. never be 20. That number literally does not exist. Um, but my point was, if the number is 8,000 and you can block 4,000 of those 8,000 things from getting into your lungs. True. You're, that's a considerable difference. That is true. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. On Monday, I suffered my first real injury at the hands of our baby. Ellie stabbed me in the eye with a comb. Oh my God. She was getting a hair, her and I were both getting haircuts and she was sitting on my lap. So the woman who was cutting our hair gave her a comb to hold on to, to kind of, she was interested in the comb, so she was she was holding a comb. And then it was super cute because when I was getting my hair combed to be cut, Ellie started combing my hair, Aww. which I thought was, was really neat. And then every time the woman would comb my hair, Ellie would comb my hair until the one time when she just misjudged the tip of the comb versus my head and jammed it right into my eye. Did you, did your eyes start watering? Oh my gosh. Like, like tears and my contact popped out. So I had to put my contact back in. And of course, when the woman who was cutting my hair said, uh, oh my gosh, are you okay? Do you want me to take the comb away from her? I was like, no, I'm fine. I wasn't, I was blind. I drove home like with one eye closed. <laughs> um, and then when I got home, Callie's like, what happened to your eye? It's so red. I think it's better today, right? Does it still hurt? No. Like it if like it, it kind of throbbed yesterday, but today I think it's fine. Does it look red? No. no okay. All clear. All recovered. Hey guys, it's T Bird calling from Folly Beach, South Carolina. I'm calling to tell you guys that no, you are not anti-social weirdos. The thing about the friends is, you know, I went through that also when I had little girls, like all my friends were getting together and hanging out and I just wasn't. And I thought, am I going to lose these friends? Am I like, what am I doing? Um, but the friends that you want in your life, they're not going anywhere. They love you. When you guys get together, it'll be like you've never been apart. I understand that. I don't talk to you guys as often as I used to, but I know that you're there. Um, I know you love me, and hopefully you know that I love you, and it's just a phase of life, and it's totally normal. So, yeah, not weirdos. Okay, guys, I miss you, and I love you very, very much, and we'll talk soon when you're not busy with Ellie and work. Okay. Bye. Nobody likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Our partner Chime can get you paid up to two days early. Yeah, you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's two extra days of paying bills. And if you got late charges pending, those are important. Those are two extra days of clearing checks. And if you're worried about overdraft fees, that's important. And that's two extra days for you to buy what you want. 
But Chime is so much more than just getting an early paycheck. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. If this is the time of your life that you're going to take charge of your money, start with Chime. What are you waiting for? Hopefully, it's not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Apply for a free account. It takes less than two minutes, and you can get started at Chime.com slash upside. That's Chime, C-H-I-M-E dot com slash upside. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank and a member's FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spring is the perfect time for kids to explore the world around them. It's been nothing short of amazing watching Ellie explore outside as the weather has gotten warmer. Nurture that natural curiosity with projects designed to teach them about everything from rainbows to rocket ships and everything in between. KiwiCo delivers monthly science and art projects that spark a love for lifelong learning, and they come for kids of all ages. We got the Panda Crate for Ellie, and I would love to say that I always have time to fully research and know what's best for her development all the time. But the truth is, I need help. The Panda Crate was filled with things that were developmentally important for her, and it taught me why it was important for her. Cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new hands-on projects every month and do your part to encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. Give them the tools to learn new skills, build new experiences, and make new connections to the broader world. Step into spring and celebrate the season of discovery with the KiwiCo subscription. Get 30% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line with code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code UPSIDE. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Ari from North Carolina. I'm doing my walk and had to stop my pod to just say, Callie, you're on one this morning. You sound like me when you're tired. Nothing matters. Poor Jeff. He's trying to defend everybody, and you're like, nope, mm -mm, I don't care, whatever. I just hope that you get some well-deserved rest. I know what it's like being a working mom, trying to do it all and stay focused and present. And the friend thing, friends really want a, a top priority on your list, but at some point they do become a priority. COVID has impacted everything. Don't even worry about it. When the friends come, they come. You guys enjoy the day, and I'm sorry for the heavy breathing, because I'm walking. Enjoy. Ah. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Mary. I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old, and I am with you that friendships are just not there currently. There's a lot of other things going on. It just doesn't have my focus, and COVID didn't help the whole situation, so don't feel like you're alone. We can be pretend friends with Jennifer Gardner because I love her too. Team Jen, not Team Ben. Love you guys. Hey, Kelly and Josh. This is Angela from Chittenango, New York. Um, just listening to Jeff's rant about grilled cheese and tomato soup, and I just think Jeff needs to keep in mind that maybe he doesn't need fancy of those things, but some people may appreciate them. Hope you guys have a great day. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Mary. Uh, everybody's talking about what Will Smith did, but what about Chris Rock? That was a sad, bad, lazy joke. That movie's 25 years old. There's not a remake coming. Why is Dick Dean that lazy? He deserved to get slapped. Hey, Callie and Jeff, I was just listening to your episode about you guys talking about 
getting a meeting on the books. And I actually work in product management, and we do, like, a full-year life cycle. And we work with this thing called the Agile process, and we have these, like, super non-intimidating 30-minute meetings a day. We call them daily scrums, and we literally just use them to check in. So, like, when we have people who are, like, developing things, we have them literally just shoot off what they've been working on. And, you know, if I've done something, I'll be like, oh, hey, I took a look at this, and that got approved, or I'm working on these requirements or, you know, whatever. It's actually, like, the greatest thing ever. It's just a quick check-in and avoids all these other meetings throughout the day, and it helps, like, bring up any blockers. So, like, you know, if someone's having an issue, they can raise it then, and then we have all day to work on it before the next meeting tomorrow. So, I don't know. It's super helpful. You should look into it, and it's super easy. But, yep, that's all I got. All right, bye. Hello, this is Marcy from Atlanta, and I have to say about the popular cheese, I literally just had to stop the podcast because when Kelly asked the question, I was like, hmm, probably cheddar, and then, no, that's too American, hmm, probably Parmesan, hmm, maybe not, then the next one was mozzarella, like, honestly, I had the same exact thought process as Jeff, we were in sync on that question, I thought exactly the same he did, the same way he did, very interesting, Loved that question and just laughed out loud when I found out that Jeff and I thought the same. Hope you guys are having a great day. Bye. I wish I had known that this too shall pass. You feel bad right now? You feel pissed oh, off? You feel angry? Yes, This good. too shall pass. Oh, great. You feel great? You feel like you know all the answers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like that everybody yeah. finally gets you yeah, and yeah. Uh, there you are? Yeah. This, this too, too shall pass. pass. Ooh, good. Time is your ally, and if nothing else, just wait. Just wait it out.